Don't want to work forever? Once you can cover your living expenses with passive income, your day job becomes optional and you reach financial independence. You then have complete control over your time, your money, and your life in general. Spark Rental founders Denny Suplee and Brian Davis, me, are here to help you build rental income, ditch your day job, and do what matters most to you. So on that note, let's jump into today's episode, which, like all of our episodes, was recorded live. Hey guys. Hello everyone. Brian Davis and Denny Suplee here, founders of Spark Rental. I hope you guys are doing well on this Tuesday. So we have a super contentious topic for you today. It's our favorite type of topic. You know, gets everyone all riled up. Uh, last week we had Abby Golhar on, uh, who from uh, Think Realty, and he talked us through all kinds of good stuff uh, about how to scale into commercial real estate and and beyond. You know, expensive mistakes. Today we are getting into can landlords require their tenants to be vaccinated against COVID nineteen. Uh, and then, you know, we'll also talk, should they? <laughs> because those are two different questions. Can they and should they? Um, so Denny is our resident legal expert here. Denny, talk us through some of the legal <laughs> tangles around this. Just a full disclosure there. I'm not an attorney at all. <laughs> um, well, you know, th- eventually this was going to come home to the landlords of course. Um, and it started with a Miami landlord. He has like 1200 units and he decided that um, at first he was going to not renew anybody that um, unless they could prove that they were vaccinated. And I believe he even started um, not renting um, unless somebody would give them his, their proof of vaccination. So as a result, um, the the Department of Health in Florida um, now will issue $5,000 fines to businesses, government entities, and educational institutions that require proof of vaccination. Now, landlords aren't always considered a business. So if you're just a mom and pop and you own a few properties, you don't have it in LLC, you're not a business. You're just an investor. Not just, you're an investor. (laughs) You're never just an investor. So the problem here is, so can can a landlord require a tenant to be vaccinated? Well, this is not going to be one of those, oh, yes, or no. There is definitely a, a big gray area here. Um, but when we rent an apartment out to somebody, we give them quiet enjoyment. And I'm sure you've heard that if you've been in this business long enough. And that means that they have the ability provided they're paying their rent and everything um, to be able to live in their property the way they want to live in their property. Um, So with that being said, that probably wouldn't stand up, I believe. And and we were going to be court cases, but I don't think personally that it's going to stand up in courts. I think that, um, or the, you know, forcing a vaccination is going to stand up in courts because there's too many things against it. Um, the other thing is, you know, yeah. So your tenant says, no, I'm, I'm, I don't have a vaccination and you decide you want to evict him. Well, if it's not in your lease, on what? It's not a lease violation, right? So, what terms are you you evicting on? So, there's so many different nuances in this. The other thing is, um, it, you could be called 
like it could be called under under anti or discrimination FHA could get into this eventually because there's disability laws and everything else. So you got to be really really careful on how you approach this if you're one of those landlords that chooses to force this issue. Here's my resident legal assistant. Sorry. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you listening, Denny's dog just wandered right up to the camera and started licking her ear. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm going to just move them. Okay. Now, what about non-renewing tenants who are not vaccinated? You know, if you are uh, a landlord who are is trying to not rent to people who aren't vaccinated for some reason, um, you know, could you non-renew tenants who uh, are not vaccinated? Well, I mean, technically, you can non-renew anyone, depending on your state, because there's, I think, New Jersey, where their non-renewal statutes are a little crazy. And, and there are some cities, too. Yeah, yeah, there are some cities yeah. that call it uh, no-cause evictions, which yeah. is a total misnomer uh, designed for political reasons. But, uh, but yeah, there are some cities that, that don't allow that either. Right. But like you said, you can theoretically non-renew a tenant just you know, because you want to, I mean, you know, right. for any reason. Now, if you uh, were to go to somebody and say, um, I, I was wondering if you're vaccinated, can I see your vaccination card? And they say, no, I'm not. And then all of a sudden you're evicting them. I, I would be very, very careful. Very yeah, that's, careful. that's asking to be challenged in court. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and I, one of the things we were talking about in the beginning um, was how, you know, tenants are not not... They're, they're basically kind of a customer. They're not employees. So I know right now there are a lot of companies forcing employees to either get their COVID shots or, you know, be booted. But it's not the same way with a tenant. So we, we have to proceed a whole lot differently um, for several reasons. Because, you know, like this landlord in Florida, I mean, this woman filed a, a case against him. and. There's, you know, you could get fined. Who knows? Because there are no definitive statutes around any of this right now. There are a few in New York, so be careful if you're uh, investing in New York. Um, be careful investing in New York in general. <laughs> Very anti-landlord state. And some of the other tenant-friendly states. And um, I'm going to put a link in. We, we have a map and a, a article on, on what those are. Um, anti-landlord anti -landlord cities. Yeah. Right. Right. Now, what about the legality of a landlord asking a tenant for proof of vaccination? Is that legal? Again, we're in a gray area here. Um, you can ask and they can give or not. But if they decide not to, at that point, I don't know. And either, you know, this is going to come down to uh, precedence being set by court cases. Um, but I would believe overall that um, there's so many different things. I know people have cited HIPAA, but it doesn't necessarily um, fall under that. But there are disability laws where people, you know, maybe can't get it for whatever reason. So does this fall under um, ADA laws? I mean, there's so many different gray areas. So, you know, um, be careful so that you don't get sued. Right. And it, it does, it does seem like a privacy violation if a landlord were to 
ask a tenant for proof of vaccination. Although, you know, so you said that uh, businesses can't ask customers for proof of vaccination, but aren't, can't some, don't some businesses do that? Like, like cruise ships, for example, don't, don't they ask customers for proof of vaccination um, before allowing them onto the cruise ship? Yeah. Depending on where you're going, I guess, you know, it depends. There's so many um, variables, but again, that's not your living area. You know, you're going on vacation where you're signing on again for this quiet enjoyment. So you rent, and as long as you're not breaching your lease, and you know, and again, I'm sure we're gonna see eventually some of these landlords come up with um, putting in their lease that you, in order to rent, you must be COVID vaccinated. Um, and then I'm and sure I there'll be court cases that. that follow yeah. that up, you know, as it's challenged in oh, court. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know what? There are there are um, lawyers chomping at the bit for these cases. Oh sure, so, they get famous. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they want the press of these these sorts of cases. Absolutely. All right. So, what Absolutely. should landlords Absolutely. do? How should landlords approach trying to keep their buildings COVID free? Well, I I mean, the the normal. Um, you want to make sure that if you have common areas, if you're even in a small duplex, like you in a small duplex and you have those common areas where the mailbox is or wherever, that you're making sure that it's clean. And not only making sure that it's clean, but that you have not proof, like you don't take a picture of yourself cleaning your common areas, but you want to show <laughs> that you are doing this. Um, and places like laundry rooms and stuff like that, just so that you're making sure that you're doing your part so that you can stay out of this hot water mess that's going to probably evolve. Um, the other thing is you want to check with your insurance company because that's another area um, that they probably might be offering protection against COVID-related um, lawsuits and whatnot. So check with for them. an extra premium, I'm sure. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> right. Everybody's going to capitalize on this. That's for sure. Um, you want to keep in mind that um, when if if you are somebody who decides to require a vaccination of your tenants, um, you need to know that if there's any issues with disability or religion or any other valid category of exception, you have to accept that. And going against that, you're putting yourself in big hot water. Um, fine. And that sounds, that sounds difficult to prove though, right? On the part of the tenant. So, I mean, a, a tenant could come to you and say that they have a religious uh, objection Ooh. to getting vaccinated, for example. And how can you as a landlord disprove that? I mean, you, you, you can't really disprove that. So, I mean, it's almost like an infallible argument that they can make, um, which, you know, which is again, you know, why Denny and I are saying you probably can't get away with these sorts of policies in the first place as a landlord. Um, well, no, you, well, you have your um, anti-vax vax groups that, you know, and, and this is, you know, everybody's got their thing, you know, but they don't um, vaccinate their children for whatever reason. And, and it's their belief. So, I mean, there's so many different gray areas in here and, you know, not just religious or, or any of these other areas, but, um, you know, how do they make sure that you have these things in place? I don't know, but um, a landlord has to more or less accept 
what you give them. And if you don't, anything can end up in court and, and then you'll, you'll fight it out there. But, right. So that's, that's really the problem with even trying to require vaccinations from your tenants. First, you know, it's, it's unclear whether you can even legally insist on uh, asking for proof of vaccination. Uh, second, you can be sued by tenants. Third, they can claim a religious exemption uh, and claim discrimination on that um, on that stance. And you can't really disprove that. So, I mean, it's almost like a um, carte blanche that they can, you know, they can play that card anytime. And what do you, how are you going to defend against that? You can't. You know, it's kind of like fair housing. You know, you get caught, maybe um, it's something very subtle that you did, but somebody is calling you on it as being discriminatory. And, you know. Yeah. I mean, we, we know of uh, landlords and property managers who, um, in a multifamily space, you know, it was a complex and there were different buildings, you know, they made an effort to try to put the families with young children you know, in the, the same building mm -hmm. because kids are, are loud and messy and disruptive and they get all kinds of noise complaints from tenants who don't have children. Uh, but the problem when you do that, that is discrimination based on familial status. So you can't put tenants with young children all in the same building. Um, it, it's discrimination by fair housing laws. Uh, despite all the complaints you get from other tenants, you can't, you can't make them happy. Um, so yeah, you you have to be really careful with this stuff. Um, and you can, I think you just have to kind of tread very, very lightly. I mean, because truth be told, I mean, if you have a like a, a larger, um, you know, apartment community or something like that, you're gonna have a few people. You know, if you only have, if I don't say only, but if you have a smaller triplex or duplex, the chances are that you're not gonna have to you know, are, are you really going to push this issue? But, you know, there are big property management companies where this issue is in their face. And it's not only just because of their beliefs. It also is because there are some tenants that are saying, how do we know we're safe here? And then you open for a lawsuit because God forbid that tenant get COVID. And then there, and then there you go. You have a, it's, it's like you have a lawsuit over here and a lawsuit over here. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, because ultimately you've got people out there who are super gung-ho uh, vaccine evangelists who think that everyone should get vaccinated no matter what. And then on the other end of the spectrum, you have total anti-vaxxers who would rather die of COVID than get vaccinated, right? So, you know, on these two extremes, uh, you're not going to make everyone happy. Don't try to make everybody happy. It's a right. losing game. Um, what you can do is if you do manage a larger community um, and you are going to, if you do want to host community functions, do it outside, right? <laughs> because, you know, it, you, your chance of spread outdoors is way, way lower than indoors. Um, and if you don't feel comfortable hosting community functions, then wait till the spring. Right. Right. I mean, there's some smart things that you can do. Like if you have a community room like that, you just reminded me of that. If you have a community room, you probably don't want to use that for parties right now. Um, just to be on the safe side. But if you do, then you take the extra precautions again by cleaning and sanitizing. So, I mean, it's, it's a very gray area. We have a question. How about landlords that don't want to ask for that? Could the government make us? Oh, yeah. Government can do pretty much what they want. At this <laughs> <point>. <laughs> We're seeing that. I mean, um, 
just putting in, just making it, forcing companies to force their employees right now is, um, this that's is a big challenge here from me. I, I don't agree with it. And, um, but the government can do what the government's going <laughs> to do until we all make a stand, I guess. Yeah. So, you know, bottom line, you probably can't insist on your tenants getting vaccinated. So, um, you probably don't want to be the case study in, uh, in going to court over this. <laughs> so don't, yeah, <laughs> I, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be that, that person who tries to insist on it. Um, and of all the places, Florida, where it's, you know, been one of those places of discussion. Um, <laughs> That's very gently put there, Denny. Yeah, it wasn't as politically correct. Um, that is where this landlord of 1,200 units decides, I'm going to put this through. I'm going to make everybody get um, vaccinated. So Right, because Florida actually did pass a law specifically banning businesses from requiring customers to uh, show proof of vaccination. So Florida actually has laws on the books about this, um, unlike most of the U.S. So. Uh, Denny, any final thoughts about landlords and trying to require their uh, their tenants to be vaccinated? Well, I know it's a hot topic. I've seen the uh, Facebook posts about it. And oh, yeah. It's vicious out there. Oh, <laughs> well, everybody has an opinion, you know, and we it's okay to have an opinion, but you operate a business. So the idea is to make money and you don't want to be putting yourself in in areas and positions where you're going to lose money so be careful yeah and you don't want to be sued <laughs> right well that's yeah big time all right guys on that note we will see you next tuesday same time same place our facebook group 2 p.m eastern and in the meantime let us know what you want to hear about we'll see you next tuesday have a great week bye-bye did you know we offer a free eight video course on how to reach financial independence with real estate it's super bingeable with each video around 10 minutes long but packed with information. Visit sparkrental.com slash learn for instant access. And please don't forget to rate and review our podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. Thanks for joining us, and we will catch you on the flip side.